Welcome to the Gravity Technique podcast. My name is Kaz and I'm the creator of the Gravity Technique, which is a bridge between the face-meltingly boring science world and the practical application of how your body actually works. I've spent 20 years researching anatomy and movement so you don't have to, and this podcast is where I deep dive into debunking, de-jargoning and myth-busting some of our most common ailments. So if you're ready to feel empowered and take responsibility for your own health and well-being, let's get started. So hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Gravity Technique podcast. And this week I wanted to talk about um, vitamin D and how vitamin D deficiency is a real hot topic and has been for a couple of years now. Um, but because of the Gravity Technique, we really look at following the why I really started looking at, you know, why? Why have we run out of vitamin D all of a sudden? Why have we suddenly started to see these real low levels of vitamin D? What's happening to our bodies that is causing us to suddenly, you know, drop this out? Something that is um, a naturally occurring process in the body, something that we are designed to do, and then all of a sudden we haven't got enough of it and it's causing us quite severe health issues. So my own vitamin D deficiency journey was in 2015. Um, I got poorly very suddenly. Um, I got very fatigued. I started to sleep ridiculous amounts of hours so I would get into bed at nine o'clock at night I would wake up at nine o'clock in the morning um, or if my alarm went off at seven I'd just I'd either sleep straight through it or I'd manage to switch it off and then I couldn't become conscious enough to actually get out of bed and get moving and it was very stressful it felt very stressful on my body and my mind to actually get out of bed and get moving. It was, I described it to my doctor as having a body that was just made of a wet bag of cement. I could not move. And my my waking, when I woke up in the morning, I really just felt like I was dragging my face off the pillow. It was just not, everything was an effort, but a Aside from the fatigue, and this is something that I hear a lot about when people talk about vitamin D, they tell me that they've got fatigue, but aside from the fatigue were other physical symptoms and those physical symptoms involved, I couldn't get to the top of the stairs without feeling like my heart was going to burst out of my chest. Um, I was having heart palpitations, breathlessness, um, I had no you know no energy for any kind of exertion so I couldn't walk very far certainly couldn't get to the top of the stairs and then the one that re- the one that, that that kicked it all off and made me go to the doctor was the sudden decline in mental health and it was very sharp and very sudden and there was no reason for it just all of a sudden um I suddenly got this very weird um, thoughts in my head and they were not very nice and so I went to the doctor that was the trigger for it off to the doctors I go thankfully um, I had a doctor who listened to me so when I was outlining these symptoms the question that he asked me was what's my prevailing mood 
And actually, my prevailing mood was very upbeat at the time. Things were going very well in my life. Uh, my daughter was well. I'm well. Business is going well. Relationships going well. Everything's you know fairly well. So there's nothing of note to that's happened to have caused me to go into. A depression, and there was nothing that I was worrying about in the future that would cause me to have anxiety symptoms. So it was very confusing, and him asking me what's my prevailing mood, and me relating to him that I feel very actually quite upbeat when my body's leaving me alone, and when my mental, you know, my mental state isn't being very you know very mean then I was able to to feel that I felt okay so with that in mind he then sent me to get my bloods checked and I feel very lucky in that respect because I have spoken to other people and who have said that you know they've been diagnosed with the depression um, and medicated accordingly and they haven't had their bloods checked and when I had my bloods checked I managed to return a vitamin level of 15 that's one five and actually in a healthy vitamin d um, level for someone with you know my body type and all of those other things because you know your body is as unique to you as your fingerprint and your blood markers are as unique to you as your fingerprint so you know in a healthy range somewhere to 100 120 to 150 for me 15 is very very low and I was very I was bang in trouble so But I think what I wanted to share on this podcast with regard to vitamin D and the symptoms is that these symptoms are so wide ranging, but also can point to something completely unrelated. You know, heart palpitations could have led me down the route of having a heart issue. Certainly with the thoughts that I was having in my head, led me down a route of of worrying about depression, anxiety and other associated mental health issues when actually that wasn't the problem. The underlying cause was um, a vitamin deficiency. So it was just some food for thought on on that. And then the next thing that, that I was thinking about with regards to vitamin D was well, how do I now get vitamin D into my body? What do I need to do to support myself? And just sharing some of those thoughts on the things that I got up to in my pursuit of, of getting you know, my body to produce um, more vitamin D and you know, how do I process it better? So I got myself a light box, started looking at my light box, also started to address any stress that I was under. Um, As with lots of my podcasts, you'll hear that a lot of my health issues, when I've really got down to the nitty gritty, have always come back to unresolved stress. Um, And have I really gotten into that? So meditation forms a large part of practice taking time to listen to your body taking time to listen to yourself is very important but also what I found was that we've changed our environment as humans we've changed our environment so much now we're not going outside as much as we would like to and if you do listen to the podcast over at the Huberman lab the 
you know, I listen to this a lot because they over there, they're doing so much research into healthy lifestyle choices that actually support our bodies for longevity and vitamin D forms a large part of that, you know, getting sunlight in your eyes, even if it's cloudy, going outside and looking at the sky within the first few hours of waking getting some exercise, getting your body moving so that we're promoting that fluid flow around the body. Um, Going organic, taking an organic diet certainly changed the game for me. I don't tolerate pesticide load. Uh, For other reasons, I don't tolerate pesticide load. But these pesticides in your body are literally slowing you down. But they're also messing about with your absorption and your the appropriation of these vitamins in your body so having a think about you know you don't have to go a hundred percent if it's just you know swapping out for organic carrots once a week or swapping something else out that you know when you have a look are pesticide heavy anything with a thick skin so whether that's your apples or potatoes um, or peppers something like that you can swap one or two of those out as your budget allows. So having a think about that. So I started to, when it was easier for me to get about and I didn't feel quite so fatigued, I got started with my light box because that was something I could do sitting down. And then I started to take the dog out for a walk and actively looking at the sun because we've now changed our environment so much that we exercise in gyms. We work inside a lot of us work from home or we work in an office where there's no natural light we travel around in cars so we've again we've got a roof over the top of our head and there's not a lot of light coming in obviously we're looking where we're going but it's still a covering of some sort over our head that is blocking out those um light particles coming in into our peripheral vision and that's really really important so the whole of your blood works pass through the back of your eye over the course of many hours through the day so if your if your bloodstream is coming through the back of your eye it needs the light to be affected so the light comes in through your eyes gets into your bloodstream and then your vitamin d Um, processes are happening or one part of your vitamin d processes are happening obviously as you know i live in the uk so this whole thing of stripping off and sitting in the sun mm, doesn't happen very often because it's not very warm over here so we have to box a little bit clever Um, we do have to put up with the cold a little bit and get our arms out and get them into the sun but also just looking at those things to do with, you know, bolstering with our diet, with our getting outside, looking at the sun, but also with a supplement with the short chain K2 that helps with our absorption. So as with all things, supplementation is is a is a complex art and really should be done with a nutritionist because vitamin D forms part of a homeostasis. So just taking random supplements into the body quite often isn't effective because it's not just the vitamin D that's out of whack. Vitamin D acts in conjunction with calcium, with magnesium and with phosphate. So 
if we're looking at that whole cycle with all the different component moving parts within that homeostasis, we need to look at those other things as well. And really, unless we are qualified to do so, it is useful to really get in with a nutritionist and start to um, get your bloods done. You know, if you suspect that maybe you're having symptoms that could be vitamin D deficiency or could be deficiency in another area, ask your GP to run your bloods and have some blood results in front of you. And then you've got some real metrics to work to. So what does vitamin do? Vitamin D do. It um, is responsible for our cellular regeneration. So if our cells aren't regenerating properly, we have natural cell die off. They need to be replaced. And your vitamin D is a vital component part in making that happen. So when we're deficient in our vitamin D, then our cells aren't regenerating appropriately. And we can start to run into trouble with that. We end up with, you know, when our cells aren't regenerating properly, then our immune system takes a hit because we're not able to defend ourselves well against illness and disease. So really having a think about that, have a think about how you're feeling. Again, come back to that exercising the muscle of interoception, asking yourself how you feel, noticing these changes in your body long before they become chronic, long before they become acute and debilitating. You know, for me now, I wake without um, an alarm clock, which uh, I was talking about this the other day, and somebody threw their hands up in horror and said, you know, how do you not sleep in? Well, when my body is running properly, when it's got everything that it needs, and it's in balance, and it's running appropriately, I don't sleep in. If I do sleep in, then yes, I know that something's out of whack and it's time to play detective, get in with my nutritionist, run some bloods, find out what's going on. It could be that I just stayed up too late and I've come out of my sleep routine and the body responds really well to routines. Going to bed at the same time, waking at the same time, even if that's on the weekend, it's just going through the motions, keeping to that structure and that routine all helps us to stay in that homeostasis. And it doesn't waste unnecessarily those important reserves of cortisol, adrenaline, vitamin D, magnesium, all of that stuff, because our body isn't getting upset or unnecessarily stressed by our erratic behavior. So our non-erratic behaviour is keeping ourselves into a structure, into a routine. It doesn't mean that we all have to go to bed at eight o'clock at night and be, you know, completely boring. There are opportunities for staying up a little bit later, but also allowing some downtime for that, particularly, you know, we just come out the other side of Christmas where we know there's parties and we're staying up late and out of a routine that we would call normal. So allowing ourselves time in January for that rest and that recuperation. And I'm doing an episode on that, you know, appropriate self-care, self-love as we're in the depths of January at the moment. How do we look after ourselves and support ourselves well when we're in those darker months in the Northern Hemisphere? So have a think about how you feel. Have a think about how you're supporting yourself with your vitamins. If you are experiencing symptoms, Get yourself down to the doctor. Don't wait. Ask all the questions. Get those blood results back. 
and then just having a look at what can you do each day to look at the sky even if that's when you've made your cup of tea or your cup of coffee in the morning just stepping outside the front door or looking out the window and just taking that time to look at the sky get some light in your eyes if you need a light box in your office during the darker months i do i switch mine on in set in de- september october is usually around that my light box comes out and just sits next to my computer for 20 to 40 minutes depending on where we are as we come up to the solstice in december it's on for 40 minutes each day just helping to boost that um those levels in the body and just helping to feel that you've got a little bit more support getting outside for those walks rain or shine get your boots on get rugged up get outside and again leave the sunglasses at home Um, those polarized polarized sunglasses which are so good for us when the light is bright is not good for us to get into the habit of wearing them all the time because they are blocking out those vital rays so take the sunglasses off from time to time get outside and look at the sun particularly if you know that you're spending hours in the office hours indoors looking at the computer and you're not getting out and about as much as you want to or need to so have some have some fun with that play around with it and you know post some comments we talk about this in the facebook group each week in our lovely facebook community it's only a few quid a month um you're very welcome to come across to their uh, gravitytechnique.com forward slash links and that will hook you into everything that you need but particularly as mental health is so at the forefront of our minds at the moment it's really important to notice that sometimes when the vitamins in the body are out of whack or we're somewhere deficient in the body that can manifest itself as quite acute um, very short and sharp uh, thoughts in our head that might not be quite right and it's so easily rectified but even if you are experiencing thoughts in your head that aren't kind do reach out and get some help. There is so much assistance available to you, even if it's just talking to a friend about how you feel and start the ball rolling. I will do an episode on this, the whole stigma attached around you know, mental health and mental health issues. It's okay not to feel okay and it's absolutely okay to get some help with this. Just like we go to the doctor if we've got a pain in our body, we go to the doctor if we've got a pain in our head. Same thing, the body is the functioning holistic whole and if our thoughts are out of whack, it's just the same as if our shoulder was out of whack or our hip was out of whack and we're experiencing pain. Pain in your head is no different than experiencing pain in your body. So get in there, rip it off fast like a plaster, get in there, get some help, get it resolved. And then things are so much better after that. I can promise you, as, a, as someone who's worked with their mental health in the past, and I've worked with anxiety and reactive depression and trauma from post-surgery, and it's not very nice when you're in it, but getting the appropriate help at first can feel a bit uncomfortable, but in the long run, it helps you so, so much. So that's all from me this week. 
do give us a like and a subscribe and a share so that we don't disappear into the podcast ether. I appreciate you so much. So thank you so much for listening. Um, and I will see you next week. Take care.